Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is a Saturday afternoon. It's 1.14 p.m. Wisconsin time. It's raining, windy, and of course overcast. Because you can't have rain without clouds. That's not that I know of. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by and taking your time and listening to my crazy podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope everybody's doing well. You had a great work week, vacation, retirement. Whatever it is that you're doing with your life, I hope it's going really well. So, <clears throat> I have to share. This is my fourth attempt today to do, to do this podcast. The first time around was this morning. Around like 9.30, I think it was. So, you guys know I go to my usual location. I park my truck and there's a little river on my right. And there's like the softball field thingy on the left, right? Nobody around, just me and my truck. So I shut everything off, and I'm getting prepped. I'm 12 minutes into the podcast, okay? I'm 12 minutes in. And then I notice that there's a car behind me, like right up on my ass behind me, like right there. And they're just sitting there with their car running, wiper blades going, headlights on, going, what the hell? I don't think they knew I was in the truck because when... I have slightly tinted windows, so when it's raining like this, you can't really see inside anyways, right? And the truck was shut down. So what the hell is this? I sat there for, I don't know, maybe five minutes, and they didn't do anything. So I said, fuck it. So I ended the podcast, turned the truck on, moved along, did a U-turn, because that's the only thing you can go exit, is I had to go forward and turn around. As I was turning around to lead to go out, the car had left also. Okay? And we passed each other. And I made sure sure that they saw my face. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why would you just sit behind me like that? You know? And they looked at me. And it was a male driver. And he had, like, three kids in the background, in the back seat. And they were, like, all fucking staring at me through, the, through their window. I don't know. Maybe they thought it was somebody and they were, I mean... It was so freaking weird, you guys. I don't get it. So I turned around, and I'm like, what the hell? And I watched them go up the hill. They didn't end up turning around or anything like that, but it was very strange. I mean, <laughs> I could be in a crowded parking lot, sitting there, and a bee will find me and bang on my window or bang on my glass. I went to the cemetery a few weeks ago, and a little sparrow bird ended up sitting on my uh, back my passenger side back door window, <laughs> pecking on the glass. He may have seen his reflection. He may have seen a bug. I don't know. I've had, like I said, bugs just randomly freaking come up and slam themselves into my my window when I'm like either in a parking lot of other cars or either by myself. They always freaking find me. And then this, am I reading too much into it? No. Is it weird? Yes. I don't know, guys. So I said, screw it. So I came home. And then I got interrupted. And then I had to take care of something early, uh, like around 11, so then I couldn't do it then. Um, so I tried it twice at home, didn't do it, so now I'm back at home again for the rest of the day, hopefully. And now I'm going to do it again. So there's three minutes wasted of your life listening to my strange morning of doing the podcast. <laughs> now it's after 1 o'clock, and my day's almost over. It sucks. And then I have to work tomorrow. So I'm at home, so you hear squeaking. Um, what else has been going on? Um... About a week ago or so, I got a message, <clears throat> excuse me, on Facebook from a, an acquaintance who's into the paranormal. She's a hobbyist, but she asked if I could 
or if I would like to join them with going to the Ferrar school. And I don't remember if it's in Iowa, Idaho, or Ohio. You guys, I don't remember where it is, but I think it's in Iowa. Anyways, so it was from September like 16th through the 18th or something. I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. You know, of course you have to pay to play. Uh, so I looked at my calendar. And I can't go. Why can't I go? I know, right? Ooh, boo. No, the reason why I cannot go is because Chris Williams from Ghost Hunters is going to be here in Fond du Lac in Wisconsin. So I got some tickets, and I'm going to go see Chris Williams on that Saturday. Pretty cool, huh? So her and Dustin Parry is going to be there. I don't know if they're signing autographs or what's going on, but the money that you pay for the ticket, there's going to be other paranormal investigators there too. Ouch. Some I don't recognize, but anyways. Uh, the money that you use to buy the tickets for goes towards a good cause. It goes towards um, dogs and I think... No-kill, humane, you know, shelters and stuff. I think, I don't remember right offhand, I apologize. But yeah, the money goes towards a good cause. And I'd rather see Chris Williams than Amy Bruni. Amy Bruni is coming in October. And I'm like, nah, I'd rather see Chris Williams and Dustin. Because I followed them from day one on Ghost Hunters. When she remember she used to book the the uh, investigations for Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. Yep, even since then I've been watching. And then... If you hear dog barking, apologize. Um, I don't know where it's coming from. Anyways, in November, Josh Gates is coming to Appleton. I believe it is. Or Milwaukee. So I'm going to be getting tickets for him. And I think they go on sale very soon. So I can't wait to see Josh Gates because you guys, that's my ultimate goal. Is to meet that man. Whether I am five feet from him or two feet from him. If I can get... A photo with him or just a hug oh my god you guys <laughs> oh i cannot wait that's my birthday present to me because my birthday's in november so i'm so excited and i don't ever like to do stuff this far in advance i'm just not that far of a planner but oh man oh i got something about it. i'm gonna get all excited so uh i also did get an email from one of my listeners thank you i got it uh, this morning and she said she liked the episode from Wisconsin. It was Madison, Wisconsin. I did an episode on, which I don't remember. But that's okay. That's life. <laughs> Anyways, so this podcast is going to be uh, mostly about Wisconsin haunted stories. Um, if you guys are new to my podcast, I like to share other people's stories. Uh, usually, unfortunately, that I find online. But you guys are always welcome to email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com with your ghost stories. I can make it anonymous so nobody knows who you are, all right? Or you can instant message me on Facebook at Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. If you want to contact me with your ghost story or experience, if it's whether you're a medium or you've had ghost experience or you've had questions about orbs, I'll be open-minded. <laughs> Or anything unusual, even UFO kind of stuff, you guys, it would be great to hear from you. Because I know, well, I don't know for a fact, but the majority of you guys are from California that listen to me, which I'm a native Californian, so which is really cool. And I also know that the age bracket is like late 30s to early 50s, which is really cool too. So I'm not hitting the younger crowd because obviously I'm not a younger person. I don't know what gave it away. But anyways, um... 
the other podcast I listen to on occasion is Two Girls, One Ghost. They're younger girls. They're like mid-20s. And I tell you, some of the shit that they... <clears throat> they're not paranormal investigators at all. They just like to read stories about paranormal stories and experiences and this, that, and the other. At least I have the experience, so I get it. I understand. Um, so the stories I like to read are usually paranormal-based. You guys, I know I lo- you guys should know by now, I love Ouija stories, shadows, mirrors, something, uh, folklore, all of that stuff. I am absolutely obsessed with it. So don't be afraid. Share your story. Uh, you guys can always give me a review on Spotify. Uh, actually, you can even donate to the channel, which I didn't know that existed. You can even leave me a voicemail via Spotify as well, or Anchor. So yeah, there's a lot of options out there for you guys. And hey, if you want to, you can even start your own podcast via Anchor because it is free. Yeah, it is free to start a podcast through Anchor. Use your phone like I'm doing, just sit in a room, you know, whatever. You can do the whole nine yards, get the fuzzy little mics with the booms and the protectors. And so your P's and your S's and your T's sound all the same. You know, meaning you you don't have to say P for Paul, blah, blah, blah. And I'm rambling. So <laughs> that's, what, nine minutes. I try to keep my podcast about 30 minutes or so. So I'm trying to be really uh, consistent with that. Uh, the hard part is trying to be consistent and keeping the podcast going. Today is a Saturday. Normally I do them on a Sunday. But the next couple of Sundays I will be working. Boo! So... Which that will not happen very often. I shall say that right now. I want my two days off during the week. End. All right. Uh, house has been quiet. The doll that about Elizabeth. She's been very quiet. No activity whatsoever. I gave her a ghost ball. Nothing. I had the K2 meter in front of her. It blipped, but I think that's because my cell phone was probably too close. Um, I had the REM pod on for a while, but I turned that off. So yeah, absolutely nothing from her. So I'll keep trying when I go to Goodwill and... Is it weird that I bring a K2 meter to Goodwill and I, like, run it over the dolls and shit to see if there's any activity? Is that weird? Or should I bring a REM pod? <gasps> That's what I should do is buy one of the smaller REM pods in there. But people are like, what's that beeping noise? Mm. Anyways. Squirrel. All right. So, I will pull up some stories uh, regarding Wisconsin um, paranormal experiences, okay? Because that's what this podcast is all about, right? Right. Here we go. Stand by. All right, what is this one? <laughs> While driving her home. I have to be honest with you guys, I did read this briefly on the other podcast from this morning. So maybe the second time I read it, it I won't stumble on it. But this one still freaks me out. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's obviously Wisconsin from 2010. Uh, the author is a young adult. It's apparitions, voices, and touches is the category. And I find this on young... Bleh, yourghoststories.com. People are constantly sharing stories on here, just nonstop. Sometimes I I try to keep an open mind and say, yeah, a lot of these are legit and true stories, um, which I hope they are. I think this website is a little strict when it comes to sending in stories, so that, which is good. They review everything before they get posted. There's like thousands and thousands of stories all over the world. Here we go. <coughs> me, 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 me. It was about two years ago that this happened. Well, these two things happened. My auntie lives in Ohio now and has pretty much lived between Ohio and Indiana for the past 10 years or so. However, about three years ago, she moved back to Wisconsin. She quickly found a boyfriend and moved into his house by a local lake. 
Most nights she would stay by my grandparents' house until late and late at night and then drive home. But after a while, she didn't have her license for some reason. So I would usually have to drive her home at night if I happened to be by my grandparents. And since I was driving home as well, why not, right? Well, it was sort of going out of my way to drive her to where I live because to get to her house, we had to drive through the county, through the country, as opposed to the two-lane highway that I would normally take that goes straight in the town. Well, one night that I was driving her home, we were driving in the country. It's sort of hard to explain the roads and whatnot, which I totally get because I'm in Wisconsin, so I know all about what she's talking about. So we passed two farmhouses that are on this road and um, when suddenly there was a yell, we both sort of looked at each other and I looked in my side mirror, nothing was there. It was late at night, I should state that, um, like possibly like 10 or 11. And we sort of laughed and thought, you know, it was someone from one of the farms, but at this point, they're sort of maybe like a three, you know, three quarters back a mile or so. So we heard another yell again and she turned the radio down and then she was like, oh my God, I asked her what, what her problem was and she seemed to grow panically. I was like, someone is running at the side of the car. I didn't know what to do. Stop or keep going. She told me to get to go. So I did. She was breathing kind of erratic and said something about he, the person running by the car, looked like he wasn't from the pre present. She went on to describe what he looked like. He had a long, dark, long, dark hair and seemed to be holding something from what she saw. We just continued to drive. But at this point, it was sort of I was sort of shaking from fright because of the road only gets darker and darker and more unpopular the further it goes. We event. We even sort of laughed at about it at how it was like a deja vu or something because the same thing happened to us, well, sort of, with a woman by the car several years before. What? <sighs> Another thing... <laughs> God. Another thing, too, happened was when I was driving alone, I had dropped off my aunt at home and had to drive back to my grandparents. As luck would have it, I didn't have enough gas to uh, drive around the lake, so I had to go through the back roads again, which I personally think is crazy. I turned the radio up and just started, just tried to focus on the road and tried not to let my mind wander. The road from when you first entered by my aunt's house was pretty empty. There may be five houses when you first went in, but after that, it was just dark. Because there was no street lights, it, it also didn't help that this part was also heavily wooded. I was driving and I tried to go as fast as I could, at least until I got out of the wooded area into the more housed area. I just tried to keep my focus on the road ahead of me, but suddenly I saw someone sitting in my back seat. I quickly looked back and of course nothing was there. I gripped the wheel and just tried to get out of there as soon as I possibly could. The entire ride I was sort of scared and I even flipped my review mirror up. Weird guys, what the hell? Why would there be a guy running alongside of your freaking vehicle in the freaking county, in the country? And then she had that happen twice, first a female that really? What the hell? That's insane. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I guess I don't know either. I don't know if I'd stop and go, what the hell? Or is it fight for, or fight? You know what I mean? Do you go? I, I guess I'd just fucking haul ass and just keep it on my review mirrors. <laughs> what the hell? Ooh, thunder. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to hear thunder. I don't think you guys can hear it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So right now I'm looking for more story. Yeah, damn, more thunder. Ooh, that's a big storm coming. Sorry, guys, I get distracted easily. As you know, 
trying to find another story here quickly. What do we got here? Sounds of soundless floating orbs. Okay. Okay. Orbs don't make noises, and therefore I don't 100% believe in orbs, so mm -mm. not going to go there. I just I just can't. Not yet, you guys. I, just, I mean, I know some people uh, zoom in on them, you can see little faces, but that's pareidolia. I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, I just stumbled on that word. You know, like when you see a flower, it looks like a person, or you see a piece of popcorn, it looks like an evil thing. That's just your mind putting a face to it. That's just where our brains work. So the whole orb thing is seeing, I don't know. And then you get people that videotape orbs that go dark, 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 dark. You don't know. I, I just, I can't. There's just too much dust in that house. There's too much dust in a building. I'm still not sold on the whole orb thing, so I apologize if you guys don't like that, but so whatever. Here's one. Hotel Holloway. <clears throat> Wisconsin, 2012. Okay, a month or so ago, I went out of town with my mom because she had a work conference. We were gone for the weekend, and on the first night that I had, and now on the first night is when I had this strange experience. Well, we decided to leave late at night as opposed to early in the morning, mainly because my mom's conference was in the morning and we didn't want to rush around from our house to get to the two pl to the place that was about two hours away. <coughs> Excuse me. Sometime after midnight, we got to our hotel and checked in and then went straight to, to our floor. Now, we got out, as we got out of the elevator, there was a hallway that led to what I later found out was a banquet room. And then there was a corner on the other side of the elevator that led to the hallway where our rooms were. One thing about the hallway was that it had this eerie old look to it and a large steel door across the hall from our room. I assumed the door, I assumed the door was from room service, but still it seemed really out of place. Yeah, usually room service, well, I don't know. Anyways, as we tried to get into our room, the key card didn't work. Uh, so my mom said, stay here. I'm going to go downstairs to the lobby and get us a new key. Well, she left me alone in the hallway, and at first it didn't bother me until a few seconds after I heard the, her enter the elevator and then realized that she was gone and she just left me there. I remember just standing there and having an overwhelming feeling, and then it was as, as if someone was in the hall or was coming into the hall, but I was starting staring out the hallway that led to nothing but a wall, and then that's where it felt like someone was. Like she was feeling like something in the hallway that wasn't there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I shrugged it off and, and thought some, somebody was probably about to leave the room, but nobody ever came out. I kept standing there in front of the room door waiting, and then suddenly I heard something on the other end of the hall where the banquet room was. Well, it sounded like footsteps at first, and they sounded like they were getting closer. Now, I'm not going to lie, I was getting a little freaked out by this, but then despite that I really thought I really thought it was somebody walking, but when the footsteps footsteps got to the corner that turned into my hall, they stopped. At that point, I wanted to leave and go by my mom in the lobby, but the stairs in the elevator were right where the footsteps were, so I just stood there. It was almost immediately after the footsteps stopped, footsteps stopped, that's hard to say, man, that I could vaguely hear a tapping sound, tap, tap, tap. The sound thought, this sound, though, seemed to be in one place. I had really hoped that somebody was there waiting for the elevator or something. But honestly, I knew better because there was nobody at the banquet hunt at the end of the hall when we first got there. So, and I now know that somebody did, uh, and I know that somebody did for us, for after us, I would have heard. See, still doesn't make sense. 
Shortly after this, my mom came back with a new key and went into her room. I debated on whether or not to tell her what had happened, but at the time, I just figured, yeah, I'll just brush it off. And I was just imagining it. But a day later, we were walking through the lobby and I overheard a guy talking to somebody about a strange thing that happened to him in the hallway that night, the night after my experience. I didn't hear what it was because we were in a hurry, but obviously after hearing him say, say this, it had me thinking. I don't know what it was or if there's a connection between what he heard and what I heard. I can't find out any information. The only thing I could find on a hotel's website were just reviews. Huh. Okay. Every hotel is a little creepy freaky, right? Right? Y'all had that uh, experience. All right. What's this one? Wisconsin 2012. It is titled... Um, it's the same chick, I think. All right. It's been a while since I've posted an experience on here, mainly because I haven't really had anything major happen. Just a few things here and there until about two months ago, I had a strange thing happen. Now, I'm usually not home during the day, and on this particular day, I decided to stop home and put some clothes in the wash. I should note that pretty much everybody in my household ha has had a paranormal experience at that house, and it has gotten to the point where if we do happen to see or hear anything odd, we ignore it. Uh, to go on with the story... Um, now, I was standing in the basement and was sort of sorting through the clothes, and when I heard something walking around upstairs, I didn't think anything of it right away. Basically, assumed my brother had stopped by, you know, for his lunch break. After I got done in the basement, I walked upstairs, and of course, I ex was expecting to see my brother since I was still hearing the movement. But as soon as I got up to the stairs, there was nobody there, and there was no sign that anybody had been there either. I remember just standing there and feeling sort of like weird and like and about the entire thing and literally seconds later this feeling of overwhelming uh, came over me and suddenly I felt myself rush out of the house. I can't even explain it but it was like something wanted me out of the house. After that I just really shook it off and went on with my day until later that night. My brother who I thought came home for lunch ended up telling me that he didn't come home for lunch. My other brother clarified this too because they sat with each other that day for lunch. Must be school. I'm not sure what it was that I had heard um, but I've had the overwhelming feeling happen a few things, have had a few things happen after that, all of which happened when I was home alone. All right. That can, yeah, well, you know, um, things like that can happen when like, okay, like basements, you know, everyone says basements are haunted. The theory is the most recent theory of her going around is that we believe, or paranormal investigators believe, that the spirits like to hide, hang out in the basement because it's quiet and nobody, they're not disturbed there. They feel safe and comfortable there. That is what some of the ghost uh, paranormal, um, excuse me, paranormal teams are coming up with. Is that that's their theory on it right now. So, not, uh, what else do we have here? We've got some other ones. Um, soundless floating orb. What the hell? I don't know if I want to read that. No. It's not in Wisconsin. I'm trying to stick with Wisconsin. With Wisconsin here, people. Not that they care, but... <clears throat> so, yeah, that first one with the... Um, the Sorry. The person running along their vehicle. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I do. Um, If you guys were out in the county driving, wherever you live, and you look to your left or your right and you see this person running next to you, what would you do? 
Think about it for a second. What would you do? Would you flight, flight or fight or flight or would you stop? Or would you just keep going? I, like I said, I would probably just keep going and um, just move on with it. I mean, I had this experience here. God, it hasn't been like four years now, but I was coming home from work and I went by this park and uh, I still remember it. I don't remember. It was night. It was like after five because it was getting dark earlier. And I'm going under this bridge. It's a railroad track above it. And there's a cemetery to the left, kind of close to where I do the podcast, that park. So I'm going, and then I swear something tall, seven foot, something tall ran in front of my truck. It was all black. It had, um, you think I'm fucking nuts. It almost looked like a, uh, it had a long nozzle, a long snout, ears. Uh, the, the knees were kind of like, I don't want to say backwards. But the way his ha- his um, haunches were, I think is what you call them, were kind of like backwards. And he was kind of hunched over. And this thing ran in front of the truck. And it went into the wall. It just disappeared. And you guys, I was fucking terrified. Because it caught me literally off guard. There's no reason why in hell I would even have thought of that thing. Uh, which is... And there's other people that have seen this thing apparently in Wisconsin. But it was a solid black mass. I remember going in front of the truck... And I remember shaking. I was that startled and, and just like taken aback. I was shaking. And all I remember saying out loud is, you cannot follow me. You cannot follow me. You're not allowed to follow me. You stay where you are. I just started saying that over and over like a chant. I, you cannot follow me. Stay where you are. You're not allowed to follow me. Stay where you are. I don't know what it was, you guys. I don't know what that was. And that was like I said about, God, it happened four years now. And it still feels like it just happened. I do on occasion, if I'm out one's night, I will go back over there and see if it'll happen again never has he came up it he it i'm guessing it was a, a male uh thing cryptoid anyways it came from the right went to the left and right into the like there's a, um, a cement wall and it goes up the hill into the cemetery just whoosh, disappeared into there i don't know but i know people like people have lots of stories about this happening in wisconsin it's not the beast of bray bray road it's similar to that i don't think it's a wendigo but it was I don't know, you guys. All I know is I was freaking shook it up. I was like, kind of started shaking. I was like driving, like, what the hell was that? And I just started chanting over and over again. You cannot follow me. You cannot follow me. You have to stay where you are. So, and I don't think I was on any investigations prior to that. Um, I don't remember. But I don't know what would have prompted that. Why that I... (laughs) So that's my story about shadow, people. So now you know why I'm kind of fascinating. Yes, when I was younger... Before I moved to Wisconsin, I did have the shadow man in my hallway at my door jam where I used to live. So it would get to the point where it was so bad that I would have to sleep with my lights on. Because he scared the crap out of me. Every freaking time. The fedora. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. And why that happened at that place, I don't know. Why? It's never happened since I moved back. Moved back. Moved to Wisconsin. I've, I've, I've had shadow things here in the house on occasion. But that fedora dude... I didn't even know who it was until I moved to Wisconsin and started doing, learning more about the paranormal. Or they come, the guy in the fedora, the man in the, with the hat on, the man with the fedora. They'll say the man with the... He didn't have a... I want to say he had like a suit coat on. And definitely fedora, 100% fedora. Uh, slacks, all black, of course. And he blocked out the... Um, what was ever behind him. 
like the the my living room excuse me i'm like lost for words he would block that out and i'd wake and as soon as you turn the light he's gone so that is still something i don't know it wasn't in my peripheral vision because i was laying in bed looking at him so it's not like you can see him out of the corner of your eye no no i'd look that i'd look straight at him and i would can't just like gasp because i was terrified and i would like i said sleep with the freaking lights on because then you don't see him nothing ever bad happened to me uh by the way when he did visit whatever he was um just so you guys are aware of that, nothing bad happened to me. Health, physical, family, friends, nothing ever happened to any of anyone that I know. So if there's people out there saying, oh, you see bad things happen. No, nothing like that ever happened to me. But it was my own personal experience. And that is uh, one of the reasons why I got into paranormal investigating, as well as I've had my own experience in Wisconsin. Um, God damn it, California, excuse me. So that's why I got into investigating. And in California, I didn't know at the time because the internet wasn't really big yet um yes we still were <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me we actually were pagers yeah right yeah yeah and then cell phones slowly started to come around um because i moved out here in 99 so between 1990 1992 93 i don't know somewhere on there to before i moved out here i was having experiences in california like, I, I know I've told the story a thousand times. My first experience was, um, we were I was standing outside watering my house. Not watering my house, but watering my, my uh, lawn. Yeah, at the time in California, you were able to actually water your lawn. Now you can't, except for once a week. Anyway, so I'm standing there watering, and some man's hand touched my shoulder. It was very, very heavy, and I swung around, scared the shit out of me, because I'm like, who the fuck is that coming up behind me, you know, putting their hand on my shoulder? as my right shoulder and there was nobody there and i remember because i got the side of the house all wet <laughs> the window i just like Psh! and i even gasped and there was nobody fucking there and i reenacted i said it was in my hair but hair falls forward not you know what i mean it doesn't fall on your shoulders excuse me it'll fall forward because i've got long hair so ever since then i um I had technically my first, I mean, I had them as I was kids and all, but not enough that I can remember anything. That was my first time. And then I met my, and then I moved there and then like everything, life, life went on and blah, blah, blah. Moved out here. Was looking at some newspaper and I saw an ad for a, a ghost team looking um, to add some people. And before that, you didn't talk to people about your parental expenses because they thought you were freaking crazy. So my first team I teamed up with was Glass. Oh, let's see if I can remember the name. Great Lakes Area Spirit Society um, was a team, and I joined them briefly. We did, actually it was kind of sad because when I started, when I joined the team, the team kind of fizzled out. They were in the midst of kind of um, ending everything. So they ended up with another team called Mid Midwest Preternatural Pre Pre Research, which the co-owners co and creators moved to Florida. And I was with them for about three years. We went on investigations. We got investigations. We got stuff. It's really cool. Uh, big team. But unfortunately, a lot of the team members just were not willing to put in the effort and the time to be part of a team. It's not like what you see on TV, as everybody I'm sure knows by now. You know, you got to review EVPs, the digital the DVRs, and all that stuff. So that team eventually fizzled out. But again, we did get places to investigate, which is really cool. We I got to investigate like maybe five or six places with them. And we did get activity every place. 
And then I created my own team. It was female investigators, I think, for Supernatural. But I figured, well, if we ever get any men, so I switched it to Wisconsin investigators of the Supernatural. And there you go. That's Mrs. Me. That misses me. That's Miss Paranormal. And I call myself Miss Paranormal because, I don't know, I'm a miss. I'm a female, and I'm into the paranormal. I'm not a hobbyist. <laughs> I don't pay to play as much as I can avoid that. I won't. Um, right now, me and Amanda have decided not to do any residential investigations because we don't really have any men on our team that would like to come with us if we do a residential investigation just because it sounds cliche and all that, but I'd rather have a male with us. Uh, so uh, I told her I don't want to do any uh, residentials, but we are willing to do businesses which are a little more open and here's the key, buy, go investigate kind of thing. So sorry that I, I babbled there, but I just want to let new listeners that is what I'm about. This podcast is about paranormal stories, folklore, uh, Ouija's, anything, candle magic, whatever you got. I do have a YouTube channel. It's Patty Wisconsin Vestigators as Supernatural. I really only have like two videos, three videos. Yep, no big deal. All right, you guys. So it's 33 minutes into this. Thank you so much for taking your Saturday off. Not off, but you know what I mean. Taking 30 minutes out of your day to talk to me. I wish I had more Wisconsin stories, which I may find more. If anybody from, well, I know you guys are in California, but anyways, I'm babbling now. So you guys have a great weekend. I'll try to do another podcast next Saturday. If everything goes well, I will. Otherwise, have a great week. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your vacation, retirement, whatever it is the hell you're doing. Have a great time. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.